Good day, dear friends. We're speaking with Kabbalist Dr. Michael Lightman. Good day. Well, not a simple uh, question I'd like to ask. I'm listening. This one really worries me. I really don't know how to open this up. Uh, we have a war currently, right? And the feeling is that everything is going to explode. I'll explain what I mean. On one hand, there are prisoners, Hamas is holding them, and their parents, their relatives are saying that we love our children more than we hate Hamas. And this is natural. On the other hand, the parents of the dead children, the ones that are fighting today, they're saying, fight to the end. They write that our eyes are in tears and our hearts are boiling and we stand with our backs straight and we say, continue boldly until victory. Eliminate the threat to our homes and protect our children. So the question is only one here. How in such, how in these cases decisions should be made? From from what? I don't think a decision should come from uh, either one of these uh, um, situations that you explained. It's as if we don't uh, hear one or the other. Yeah, we need to just do what's better for the country. And for the country, it's better to eliminate, destroy uh, these animals. So, and we just, uh, this is from, from this, we just uh, go forward? Yes. Because any weakness will come back to us as a tragedy. And we've seen this already. So how should we be to make these decisions? In principle, this is a, it's like to be ready for uh, demonstrations to, that the country can be divided into camps, um, those that want to uh, bring back the prisoners and have no war, and the other ones are saying, finish the war to the end. How with this? How, I don't know how to practically um, do this, but we shouldn't give up uh, anything. We shouldn't give up any um, any bit of land. So if we just stand on this uh, very strictly as a, as a one in control of this, you just this is how you would conduct this politics. You think that sooner or later, that I'm not sure sooner or later and what will be there, but uh, we don't have any other way especially after what we've seen um, recently of what they're preparing for and how they're preparing. And besides Gaza, this is everywhere. This is on the north and on the south. Uh, and uh, from Iran to Yemen and so on. This is everywhere. Uh, enemies, uh, only enemies, and we must uh, must stand up to them and uh, find the solution such that it will be good for us, that we can accept, and not uh, for them. For them, uh, they only want to bring us to a state that we are ready for anything. And we are not ready for everything. And we should be ready for everything. Yeah, we should be ready for everything. That ready to not give up anything. This is us. This is our country. This is our people, and that's it. But for this question, the fact that they may separate, divide the country, uh, um, I don't think this will divide. Um, I think we need this. We need this internal uh, scrutiny, such that 
will convince people that there is no other way. And this is not a discussion, this is just a decision. It's a decision, it could be a bloody decision, but it must be. So you think that if there's a weakness, then there will be more tragedies, more deaths? Yes, yes, for sure, yes. Yeah, in this there's no doubts. Wouldn't it be simpler uh, for um, King David? He was with the upper force, in contact, uh, in complete... Uh, I don't think he had uh, a simpler state. He, uh, after all, fought for 40 years. But it wasn't simpler. But to make this kind of decision, should we think that we exist on a holy land and this land is ours, our ancestors, uh, all these uh, really high words. Should we say them? Yeah, we should say these high words um, and every time we should use them, although they're not very, um, they come from our heart so much, but we should still live through these states when we um, when we um, are not uh, just that we like visitors that have come here from foreign lands and gathered here, but that we're here on our land and uh, been here enough time and to know that we're behind. So last question then. If, if this, this decides everything, even if we repeat, even mechanically, this is our land and we won't give even just a bit of it, uh, then after a while this goes into the heart? Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yes. What's the system that works here? Um, because I, for example, don't feel this. Um, just self-conviction. Uh, and the heart accepts it? Yes. And then the decision becomes uh, just one-sided. Yes. So then the only exit out of this is to go only in this uh, towards this direction? Yeah, only if you go like this uh, forward, uh, like on the edge of a, a razor, then you have um, confidence and strength and victory. Okay, clear. So what should we do to feel that there's upper forces with us, the Creator? With, well, first of all, then we must make this step forward. We must make this step toward the Creator and um, demand His revelation to us and to the world and to take the step to the Creator say, you brought us to this land and we're standing for this land. That's the step, yes. Thank you. Okay, well, your decision is to... Uh, no, I always, always like this. And you can't do anything here. Okay, thank you. To continue. Amar Hayam. We have uh, yeah, many people, actually, uh, that are uh, Muslim that, uh, that take this as something very close to them. Amar Hayam writes this. We are the source of... Uh, fun and goodness and also a, 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 a source of sorrow. We're also a receptacle of filth and a pure spring. Man is like a world in a mirror, has many faces. He's insignificant and he's immeasurably great. So the question is, we are a receptacle, a container for what? For defilement or for purity or both? For both. But what do you mean by this? Well, you see that we were thrown out, uh, the Creator, um, to the opposite side, you mean from the Israeli uh, garden, 
Yeah, in general. And we don't feel the Creator. Yeah, we don't feel the Creator. We don't feel closeness to Him. We don't feel necessity to be closer with Him. We simply have taken everything into us. Uh, all uh, that's egoistic and filthy. That's what you. That's what you mean by filth. Yeah, filth is uh, that we reject the world with the Creator. Okay, that's clear. For, for us, it's important to have uh, uh, not a connection with the with the Creator in our hands, but weapons. That's true. That's filthy. Yeah, and that's it. So you said that we have also purity in us, and what is that? That is because we we don't. Um, how can I say this? Because we cannot realize our state. That that actually saves us. Because even though we are um, distant from the Creator and um, and we don't um, accept His decision, uh, it's still he, we're still forgiven for it and we're still strengthened by it because we um, because we are really a confused generation. So where's the purity here then? I don't understand. The purity is in that um, that nothing sticks to us. We don't get dirty for that we're in filth. Um, why? Because we don't even feel that. It's also not with us. So we we don't feel that we're filthy, that we're so bad. And, and, yes, and that's what you say, a, a drop of purity? Yeah, that's purity. Oh, yeah, for sure. And it helps us. It helps us so much. But don't we need to feel that we are in filth to, to, so we could rise out of it, so we can become more pure? Nah, we don't need that so much. It's enough what we have. Yes. And with this, I should uh, just be peaceful with and need to work with this. But to the um, but how much should be revealed? That's how much should be revealed. So you you became a little bit more um, forgiving for mer merciful towards the person. No, because I'm relating to the generation in which I live, that I see and how they react to things, how much the Creator allows them to feel who they are, what they are, and that's enough for you and you could be like this and yes I think so and don't just burst out yeah everything else will come and that's amazing well what else can you do well to do so, so the creator would like you said in our hands are weapons and not the creator and this is bad this is we need to instead um, strive for a connection yeah but doesn't have any kind of positive decision we need for sure that we are alone with the Creator. What do you mean? That only us and the Creator? That's what we should come to? Yes. And that'll be enough? Oh. That will be enough? And what will be the conclusion from this? Let's say the Creator will give us this state. So there's us and the Creator. And then what? You say this is very high. Then what does it mean that us and the Creator, we came to this? Then what? What are my actions in regards to, to Him all the time? Yes. 
then our actions are only in regards to the Creator. And I already feel filth, and I feel how to get out of it. Yes, yes. So we need this tiny little first contact. To don't depend on anyone except the Creator. And this comes from the Creator or from my efforts. And it comes from both, from based on my efforts. So we need to give efforts, yeah. From the Creator based on your efforts, yes. Okay, clear. So then from, from this from this little um, excerpt, what does it mean that a person has many faces? Does it does that mean that exactly? Yeah, it means that constantly we're trying to spin around and look where there's better, where there's closer, and so on. And that means there are many faces, yeah, and we don't find ourselves nowhere. And we only uh, need one direction and one decision. And that, that's where we receive it, yes. It also says here that we are insignificant and at the same time immeasurably great. What does it mean? What are we great in? Well, insignificant is understood, but we are great that, that, in that we have a creator with us. And we're insignificant in that we are not turning any attention to him. So we have both, yes. We need to do something. Maybe somehow we need to choose one or the other. Well, to how do you come to this? It doesn't depend on one person. It depends from a general decision. Yeah, from general decision, from the spirit of the people. But you, but you are dealing with this all your life. But so what? I see that as a result, nothing is still working. Well, I see that it's very gradual. Of course we will come to it. Yeah, it's, you can't escape it, but... But there's... N how? There's no other way to reach this such that the, the, all, the entire nation will get up and say, this is, yes, this is ours, this is mine, this is... And we're together. But still, the entire nation is one, but the nation is like a group. That Within it, there is a group that stands up and says, uh, and, and, and the nation unites with that, comes closer to it. That's how it is, yeah? Yes. Once you, you, you told us a story about dissemination of Kabbalah, that you, you went to duplicate a key to some store a long, long time ago. Yes, I remember. Well, this is for the, the our viewers. I'll, I'll tell the story. And you brought a book with you of Etzhaim by Ari, uh, the Tree of Life, and you put it on the um, on the store counter, and the store clerk said, "Oh, please, please get this away," because everyone was afraid and didn't want to even come close to Kabbalah or Ari. Today, this is uh, you just go to the internet, and, uh, and we and plus we publish so much, but but this specifically this. Your hands just to go up. Um, but this happened, right? You see that this happened. We have so many students. It really happened. Yes, on the other hand, it doesn't um, reflect in the people, in the masses. This is not uh, echoed or reflected there. Well, well, for now, yes, we broke through some wall. Um some some wall between um, the Kabbalah and the people, and it uh, collapsed, but it opened up Kabbalah a bit. But for the people to um, progress, what all the sufferings are needed? Well, I don't know. Well, what what way do people want? Uh, we will have to 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 go. 
but still, but to constantly convince, uh, prove to the people, the nation, that the salvation is only in unity between us and the Creator, and the Creator, yes, and the Creator, that's our, that's our main problem and challenge, the constant one, yes, absolutely, yeah, there's nothing else here, there's no other way here. So everything you relate to one formula, the unity between us is the unity with the Creator and, and unity with the Creator. Yes, this is the main formula. That provides everything. All of science is included in this? Yes, yes. And later, as Baal Salaam said, the unity of all people and, and with the Creator. Yes, and that means the revelation of the Creator to the whole world? Yes, exactly. Okay, thank you. So there were two books on the bookshelf. One was an expensive, beautiful binding, and the other was in a cheap and a poor one. And the owner read the expensive, beautiful book and said, well, this is not for the mind nor for the heart. Then he read the cheap one and cried and said, I've never read anything more useful for the soul. But still, he left both books on the shelf, one for the soul, and the second one, the beautiful one, for... Uh, his uh, others and guests. So why? After all, he found the truth uh, uh, for the soul. Why, why can we say that for others he left uh, this other one? Well, he doesn't think bad of others. He, he can't take their uh, freedom of choice away. Yeah, you can't force them with anything. Yes. Secondly, this is the only way when, uh, when uh, you have two sides of one medal um, you can show a person which of the ways uh, takes you and where where it brings you. That's why you need to leave both books. So there's a good thing happened here. He found internally the truth, but uh, but for others he 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 put it out there so maybe eventually they would come to it. So you can't persuade, force people. Yeah, no, no way. So, tell us, please to live uh, with internal work um, um, with the with this book um, this book that had this truth can you only live uh, in this way no because it, need, it needs to have something practical too well, what is practical well this battle it's physical battle with those that are against you and that's why that's why we came back to this country, to this land, and the Creator has prepared for us uh, from the beginning what we should be, what we will have to deal with. Okay. Yes. So if we come to this truth, all of us, then all these uh, challenges, well, they will di disappear. Well, yeah, of course they they um, exist, because, so we could um, build ourselves. So this truth will come into us? Yes. Okay, that's clear. So can you tell us, all of us, um, we meet a person. We're talking about external and internal here, right? So do we meet a person by their soul or by their um, internal, by, by their external? Well, it depends. I'll ask even more sim simply. The love at first sight, is it about the soul or about the external? No. Um, at first sight is whatever uh, flashes in your eyes so whatever is brighter that's what um, you, you pay attention to well, yeah but you when you have love at first sight you're always thinking about it constantly when you're walking around yeah well when it goes into your reason into your consciousness then the first sight won't help you 
So this visual, uh, the sight, at first sight, um, and, well, it just blinds you. Yeah, but then when it goes in your heart, yeah, then when it when you look a little closer, then it's not uh, not love and not first sight. And then what is it? It is uh, it is feeling of likeness, understanding, uh, devotion, and so on. So these, uh, so this is a very um, um, a painful question. The the pairs, the couples that live for fifty, sixty years. This is a uh, how is this because they they live because they're very similar in likeness. Otherwise, they wouldn't be able to. Yeah, because those that those that live, uh, yeah, just just ten years or more. They are already, they live with, um, not with external, no, they live with those shared feelings, uh, understandings, and so on. Uh, so I'll ask another question. I think it's uh, uh, pretty close. So there's this uh, mathematician, um, Gregory Perlman, you know, he's like a recluse. He refused uh, the prize of a million dollars in medals, and he lives quietly with his mother, and uh, he has nothing external. Nothing. He just uh, dressed the same all the time. He lives very internally. What is that? Uh, for, in scientists, is this like a natural state? This is a natural state of life. Those people like him that live uh, only for to to understand creation. For them, the feeling uh, of the the picture of, of creation within himself that is the most important. And and he is disconnected from everything else. He's not interested in politics, nor wars, or nothing else. Only, um, only, only specifically his um, worry for um, restlessness of his mind that um, doesn't give him any rest. So the real scientist, we can call him a real scientist, yes, well, him, of course. Yeah, he's on the level of uh, famous philosophers of the past. But uh, scientists are, in what world do they live? In, not in this world. No, not in this world. They in there, in, in, not in this modern world. They live in a... Um, some uh, interstellar space. So he lives with this world just minimally, uh, just with the uh, sandals, the pants. Yeah, yeah, that's how he walks around. But the rest, but the world for him is different. Is it a rich world? Is it? This is a world that he feels, uh, yeah, fairly rich, uh, wealthy in, and it's enough for him. Yeah, so there's nothing here, nothing else here. I'll ask you as a scientist, how does he relate to all of us that walk around him, that surround him, make movies about him, talk about him? No, like nothing. Like we don't exist? Yes. Okay, I understand. For him, we, that doesn't exist. So all these big scientists, this is how they've always been. There's very few of them. There are very few of them. Like we used to say, Landau. Yes, Landau. Yeah, he was. But all of them um, have uh, uh, this little devil. 
inside them. Little, um, so that's why they say, yeah, all these Einstein, Landau, they all have this tiny little devil inside them. Yes, yeah. Okay. So the last question is, uh, Kabbalah is, is, uh, is a science of inner inner feelings and worries. Um, so the fact that we deal with dissemination of Kabbalah, we try to wrap it in some ex, in an external way, and then we attract them. What are we actually doing? Yeah, we are attempting, trying to attract them to this inner state of Kabbalah, which explains about the revelation of the Creator to um, uh, the creature, to, to the person in this world. And this we're trying to make attractive for them? Yes. Well, how else can we do this? Um, so we must make it a little more beautiful. Um, yeah, because all people are like children, because uh, to everything we approach uh, from afar, uh, slowly. So this inner internal book, uh, we're, we're, we're creating a, a really nice cover for it. Yeah, that's necessary. And this is for the goal of, so they would, um, for what? This is, the goal is, so they would little by little, um, turn their attention to it, um, uh, turn attention to simple people, and, um, and then would bring something to us um, that we, so we could further disseminate. You're speaking about Kabbalists? Yes. So we could further disseminate this uh, science, and people will eventually come to 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 her. So it's possible to take these complicated texts and little by little popularize them. Yes. For sure, this is what Baal Salam did, and uh, what um, Kabbalists did before him. Ari, especially, is a famous Kabbalist. They gave a lot of time to this and a lot of effort to bring this to the people. Yeah, yeah. This is not very simple, although their highest texts. For the, well, the, for us, they were very high. But for them, this was uh, um, natural. Um, this is to bring it to us. So this is the correct uh, process. So don't 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 come up to me, but I um, but we will come down to you. Yeah. Well, how else can we get this uh, contact with the souls that attain the Creator and exist on that level? Okay, that's clear. Thank you. Okay, okay. are you good? You know, we are on the eve of uh, the holiday of March 8th, and uh, we have some scheduling problems because you have physical therapy and so on. Um, you have um, physical therapy. Oh, then I won't go to it. No, I'll change the schedule. Um, it's very important that you will go to physical therapy. If you're asking me, yeah, no, it's important. No. Well, we'll cut this out of the the program. But I'll ask a question about this. Uh, the, the, um, this um, holiday for the women. So there's a fa very famous uh, Hollywood actress named Julia Roberts. You know her? Yes. Yes. She wrote a message, and it's very sensational. I'd like to discuss this sensation with you. Okay. No, please. She says, we put a ton of makeup on our faces, we inject something into our faces, we starve ourselves, we always want to fix something that we don't actually need. It's time to deal with our soul. That's the beginning of the message. And this is sensational. 
So please tell us the uh, question, why does this question of the soul arise in people? Why doesn't it arise in them right away, but later in women, for example, when they're no longer, you know, they're, they're getting older and they're no longer as beautiful as when they were young. And then they start to, they want to study the soul. They want, why? Why does it happen then and not earlier? Well, for a woman, she has a lot of such uh, such little ropes uh, and threads that connect her with our external world. She must uh, look good and be attractive and uh, she must um, uh, be successful um, in, in, in her career relatively um, in her and so on uh, and she has many more uh, concerns although it's much simpler for than for a man so about the soul there isn't that much of a talk no of course not yeah up until 50 or 60 years yeah but then it starts um yeah, these uh, regrets. Oh, oh, where's my soul? Where did I uh, lose my soul along the road? And what should I do with it? Um, I already can't be as I was when I was 20. But, uh, but through the soul, I may be able to be. Yeah, but through the soul, yes. Yes. Okay. So this period, when uh, when she's not completely old yet, but just starting to age, that uh, uh, I don't know, somewhere from forty and on, let's say. Well, this one is sixty. She's from nineteen nineteen sixty-seven. She's nineteen sixty-seven. Yeah. So she's about yeah. 57 yeah okay well yeah of course that's um so for her this moment uh, it's a very important moment going from external to internal yes like she says the soul yes well in the internet there's this uh, huge demand millions of views when Hollywood people all of a sudden start to speak about the soul what is this hidden treasure here um, well because the person that achieves so much and, um, so much success in, in, in life relatively then then this person when, when this person speaks of the soul yeah then he shows others that regardless of all his achievements and fame and money still his connection with the uh, meaning of life purpose of life the creator it still requires some correction and and this is on this is by the this is the word of the soul that's that's why they mention this word so it means a lot yes yeah, so it's still yes it means a lot because many many tens of thousands millions of uh, women are taking her as an example and um but it's all relative so the question is then for you what is it for you for you to to start to deal to study your soul what does that mean to uh, to work on the soul for me is um well i don't know about women but um but for me it's when a person 
starts to constantly, every minute, to ask himself uh, all day, throughout the entire day, throughout all the days, then what is with my soul? Then what is with me? Where am I? And here, here one starts to to open up this um, uh, necessity for the Creator, necessity for to open up with the why creation exists, its um, its mystery, and so on. This this means to work on the soul. Yes. Yeah. What for am I? What and uh, who am I? Julia Roberts continues. How can you always wait and expect that someone will love you if you cannot love yourself? It doesn't matter what you look like on the outside if you're empty inside. Well, good. So what does it mean to love yourself? To love yourself means to love what am I filled with? What am I thinking about? What is the purpose of my life and its fulfillment and so on? And that means to live yourself, yet to love my thoughts, my... Yeah, everything but your externality. Yeah. Then the question is, if a person feels that he's empty inside, as she says, that it doesn't matter what you look like on the outside, if inside you have emptiness. So if a person feels like this, has emptiness inside, what does it mean? What should a person do? What does it mean that I'm empty? Then you must urgently need to figure out your purpose of life, meaning. And that's why you have emptiness? Yes. Yeah, that's a very serious question. It's a good state? Yeah, that is a great state. Yeah, I would I would uh would love to just uh, meet with her in a um TV studio and talk about this, but um about the soul, about emptiness, there's enough to talk about. Oh yeah, there's enough to talk about here, but unlikely that it would work out as it should. Okay, that's clear. So emptiness uh, happens in a person even when he's filled. Um, when 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 you have this uh, demand, yeah, when you have this demand without an answer. But uh, but I would have to save her. Still, yeah, because the talk wouldn't really work. It wouldn't be a discussion because it would be awkward and you can't leave it in the state. You can't throw these sharp questions and so on. So you still would be, you you would still uh, bring her into the corner. Yeah, but just a little bit, uh, just on the edge. But then after, we just compromise and compromise and yield to her. And that's the correct form of a talk with a person like this. First, you bring them into the corner a little bit, into a dead end, and then you help them out of it. Yeah, but then very carefully. Yes. Carefully, I'll continue a little bit. Because she continues that today I will no longer put on makeup and I will not wear fake face. I know that I have um, some wrinkles, but I want to see them. That's real me and I want you to accept me as I am. So when a, when a person, when a woman decides to uh, age naturally, is that a correct decision? No, no. A woman should uh, should always keep up herself um, as she desires, as she always desired, and and if she now needs to spend uh, you know in front of the mirror more, more time, I wouldn't say more time than in the past. No, uh, I don't think. 
I, it's, it, it brings out a different relation from the people to you when a woman uh, is beautifying herself a bit. Yeah, when a woman is beautiful and she's attractive and she knows how to present herself and she's not just some... Uh, um, she just left everything um, when she's a little bit uh, yeah, made up yeah, because she doesn't make this for herself but for others before she used to do it for others but also for herself so all of this is um, it depends on on her um, on, on how she values the world well I have many questions about this can I have a few more questions about this? sure so, one second. So to accept a person as uh, as I am, she says, "Accept me as I am. I will not put on makeup." What does it mean to accept a person as they are to you? That means uh, as as they are right now in our time. In our life, so it doesn't mean that it's some external. No, there's nothing external. Maybe it's reflected somehow. But uh, in principle, it, but if you say, accept me as I am, what does that mean? If you say this, accept me as I am. Well, I, I'm used to being, used to be like this. Um, yeah, a vest, yeah. Yeah, and if you need to go in front of a million people, I would come out like this. Um, uh, this is uh, external, but internal. Internal, a person must always be with himself with uh, on the condition that he will be understood properly. Well, of course. So this is external. Uh, so you need to think about external. Yeah, of course. Well, I talk with my children or with adults and uh, so on. Yeah, would say hello, goodbye, and you're kind. That's very necessary. Yes. Okay, a little more about this. So Julia Roberts continues that you can't imagine how much money profit is made by these makeup companies and they all brainwashed everyone that everyone must invest their finances only to uh, prolong what's inevitable. So do I need to think about how those people are making profits on this? No. No, what's important to me is what I want. If I want to reach this goal, if this goal is achieved with the uh, help of makeup, then uh, with uh, some performance in front of people, then I do this. Okay, it's clear. So that's not that's not a question. But that's what it's important. Is what how how I am? Yes. Yeah, you, what's important is the goal and how you how you attain it. So Julie Roberts continues, I'm telling myself, stop, that the external shell is the last thing that should worry us, only the soul matters, remember this forever. Well, of course, to live such a life as she lived, then of course you could say this for any any woman, and, and, uh, and, and relax already. But in general, you still should try to be be in, this, in that style, in that level that uh, is demanded of you by the people. So to pass on to them some some new new messages, new new wills, 
and this is the the will of the soul yeah yes so yeah remaining as yourself in in in, in with good looks good. Um, and for this we need external um, shell specifically yes okay then I will jump to another last question uh, in ancient texts let's say in song of songs when how a woman is beautifying herself in front of the um, her nobleman well it talks about internal beauty of course of course about beautiful so what did the king solomon wrote about about a woman that is waiting for her uh, for her man um well, he wrote about the the population, the women that that must come closer to the man manly part, and between them to discover the Creator correctly. So, in principle, this is a song of songs for the Creator. Yes, of course. Yes, song of songs is uh, is the highest uh, song. That's why it's called song of songs. So if we make a conclusion that external, internal, if we could say this, the woman that must remain, as you, as you say, it should remain beautiful forever. Uh, what is in this in the woman? How, how to, to be like this? Well, how to be like this? I, I don't uh, highlight this beauty as with internal achievement. No, no. Well, what can it be? A person spends time, 50, 60 years of life, um, only, only to intake into themselves, create out of themselves a correct vessel for for the, the illumination of the Creator through through himself. That's the person's work, yeah. That's the work. So why? What, so why? Who cares about makeup? Um, but if we're talking about a woman, yeah. But a woman, yes. A woman should keep herself up, yes. Yes. Thank you very much, Rob. Sorry, we. Uh, delayed by five minutes. I think we ended perfectly.